All right, man, it's your boy Slim City, man. This is the first of our podcast. Got a special guest, man, a big guest, big name, big voice, big talent, man. My boy Rico Barino. You, you. What's happening, What's man? What's going happening? on, man? Welcome to the podcast. I appreciate you taking yeah. the time out because we're recording this shit. I got down midnight, <laughs> so, you know. Midnight. It's that's like, when, you know, it's the feelings right at midnight. You feel me? Yeah, saying? yeah, that's what's up, man. So yeah. you already know. Um, what's going on? What you got going on, man? Uh, right now I'm just living, bro. I'm having fun. Um, you know, we getting placements. Uh, right now we just kind of uh, basking over the uh, success of being able to have a placement on ESPN at the same time. What you mean placement? Whoa. Yeah. What's placement? Break yeah, it down. Uh, actually, uh, first take. Invited us for the, the second second spin. Uh, we had it on there like uh, I want to say this year in September, and uh, then they br- they brought us back for the NBA Finals. I got a song called uh, "Remember My Name." Wait, so wait, wait. You have songs playing during yeah. those commercials and playbacks? Yeah. ESPN. Yeah. Which song is playing for first take? It's I'll- called "It's Called Remember My Name." Go check it out. It's you know, it's 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 a real to to me. It's like this real uh, East Coast uh, funk groove. Like uh-huh. if like if if James Brown could come back, you know what I'm saying? Be yeah. on some new new shit. Yeah, some new shit. Like so. So when you have that placement, it's like they're playing your music in transition from yeah. commercial to oh. yeah, or intro, intro yeah. to the show, stuff like that. Damn, I have to pay attention now. <laughs> I, you know, I was always wondering how they picked them. So I just thought they picked songs they like. But I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, like I mean, strategic. but that's it. That they picked. They was like, "Yo, we love this song. Like, let us get the record." So then the second term was like, "Yo, we using this for the NBA Finals." Damn, and that's a check. Yeah, check. Damn. Yeah. I swear I just need to make one song, bro. I don't <laughs> care if I'm a one hit one in my life, bro. I just want one song. It's just one. I just need one, bro. Nah, it's gonna get addicted. So you're gonna need two. Two. And oh, three. Shit. Yeah, because when you you know, you go to the mailbox and you see that, that resi- the residual. Yeah, the residual the residuals are sweet, bro. Damn. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Well, you know it's the first of all podcast. We talk about losing your virginity. Like and I like this story because I like asking these questions because, you know, before you're Rico Barino, you just Rico Barino. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then right. you become Rico Barino. You right. know what I'm saying? So I think though the attention, and especially from the women, is a lot different. So go ahead back into the young Rico. I'm pretty sure you was a vocalist way back when, so you was already had yeah. su- you already had superpowers. Ne- yeah, never had a problem. <laughs> I never, because you got to realize I was an athlete as well. Yeah. And I was a damn good one. And so I would even oftentimes be like, what am I going to end up doing? doing okay. like, I really want to play football, but like, Damn, I can sing though. So fuck it. I'm just gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna play football and just sing the national anthem, anthem. at the, at Games. the Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh, that's at the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? That was my vision, but mm-hmm. it didn't happen that way because I think ultimately girls kind of hindered my football career. You know. What <laughs> so where were you? Where were you growing? Grew up at? Like I know you, but I don't I know you. Up, so I just wanna like yeah. yeah I so. grew up in a little town called High Point, North Carolina, and if you didn't know, it's like the furniture capital of the world. Yeah. So you know. Um, my mom, she came from a small town called Bennisville, South Carolina. My dad was was in High Point, but you know, most of my people's from like Trinity's, okay, even smaller. Yeah, and then like you know, they hooked up teenagers and had me. Okay, um, so you were the high school and everything in, in High yeah. Point. Oh, okay, good old oh. HP. You know what I'm saying? Uh, shout out to all my people who rep uh, T Wingate Andrews. You know, we was actually at the time like one of the. Uh, the lot, the lot, one of the largest North Carolina recruiting schools. We had a, we had very big oh, winning records. Okay, got you, got you, football, got you. Yeah. Oh, football. Okay, so what was, so when did you, um, I guess, get into the music? I mean, I'm pretty sure you played football all the way growing up. Yep. And then the music kind of started. Music was there. It's just like. So it was hand in hand with football. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, it was like, football was just something that I really, I had a personal dream. It was like, yo, that's what I want to do. But singing was like, that's like second nature. That's like. Singing was like the first language, but it's like I really want to learn Spanish. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, I know yeah. I get all the girls yeah. with I learn Spanish. Yeah. That's that's what singing and football was. Man. Okay, okay. So take it to, let's take it take us trip down memory lane, bro. What was that that first time, bro? The first time. Yeah. Shit, bro. Remember the name? Yeah, I ain't gonna right, say No, no, don't say it. Don't say it. I wanna see it. I just wanna see if you remember it. <laughs> but you know, it was, it was crazy because um it it generally happens either as a girlfriend or like a friend of the family. Mm-hmm. 
This one happened to be like a friend of the family. family. Okay. You know, it was like you can go over there and spend the night. Like, yeah. And no big deal. Yeah, no, everybody was like, yeah, they family. They like cousins. Yeah. And she was, older, so no she was like, you know, yeah. She was she was pulling it out of me. But like the first time, like the crazy part is like I've been sexually advanced all the way up. I probably was like seven. Cause it was like crazy. Like my dad, it, it, I tell this story, people laugh. It's like my dad will, like, I never seen a grown man fall asleep on porn. So he'll fall asleep on porn. Me and my brother running, we'll run in the living room, we'll yeah. sneak in there, and we be sitting Indian style, just, Watching. you know. Oh, man. Soaking in the knowledge. So we was like, yeah. So, of course, we would kind of try to use what we could on on the little girls. Yeah. But, you know, that was, back then, you know, they called it hunching. Hunch, so. Oh, dry hunch. Yeah, we hunched. I hunched all the way up to 17. <laughs> Like you would have thought for with all this sexual advancement, yeah, everything, just watching oral sex, everything, yeah. you know yeah. what I'm saying? You like, yeah, you know, I'm a, I'm a eleven, I'm scoring. Nah. Yeah. Seventeen. It was it was like God designed it. Like seventeen, I'm like this older chick just it's like when well, eighteen wow, nineteen wow, seeing Nah. Like eighteen nineteen is was like seventeen was like, yo, I, I got I got my permit. Mm-hmm. 17 and a half, I got my L's. Yeah. 18 and 19. Yeah. The, you know what I'm saying? Savage. The sky's the, the limit. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Drop the top. So, like, 17, I'll never forget, like, it was yesterday, like, I, we did it. And, like, next day, I get up and go outside in the wind blowing. And it was like, you could, the wind made me, like, want to. Like I thought I was just gonna explode Close. in my pants. I'm like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you like for for all the the males they know. Females they wouldn't understand. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, was it like like that night? Was it like a setup? Did y'all plan it out? Did you kind of figure like this might be the one? Bro, I I you know what? I don't know. It was again, she was older. And and like the funny part is, I mean, for for people who know me, like or they everybody assumes like yeah he just like the teddy bear he's very he's real quiet and yeah I'm like I'm an animal you don't even know no, it yeah, sexually yeah, yeah. yeah so it's like you know what I'm saying her mom's them was like you know we in the hood yeah. so for some dumbass reason her people's felt like I was cool like oh you know it's like little bro yeah and they like yeah I'm I'm you can sleep with her no I'm sleeping in her bed bro I promise you. I'm in her bed. Did you use the condom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first time, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. First time, yeah. She. So she, did she, she initiate? Did you initiate, or was she, it? She kind of, she initiated. She took the she took yeah. control of the situation. Yeah, and I've been spoiled ever since because it's like very rarely, you know, very rarely can I count on one hand like how many times like I just initiated. Come on, come on, come on. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I love, I'm not that. afraid of initiating, but I just love aggressive women. That's that what turn I, me oh, on. Bro, that's. I just like the feeling like you want me as bad as yeah. I want you. Yeah. But not too aggressive, though. Like, yeah. I had some, like, turn like turn me slap off. I'd be like, yo, nah, this ain't cool. Like, like you you worse than a dude. Yeah. Oh, that nigga mentality. Or yeah. I had this one bad chick, like, you know, since when I first got signed to Grand Hustle. She's bad, bro. Like, matter of fact, I met her in Greensboro. And she she went she came from Greensboro to Atlanta, and mm-hmm. uh, you know everybody was like, dang, she bottle my uh, uh, model body, bow legged, just uh. Mm-hmm. She was like, she literally would rape me, bro. I'd be like, you so bad, and like I literally don't even want to do it with so, you. Yeah, it's fucked up. Like after the first time, it's like okay, now you you're weirding me the fuck out. Like yep. first time, it's like okay, whatever, whatever. Yeah, it's real intense. Like, she be like, "Nigga, you gonna give me some ass?" I'm like, "Damn, just the way you saying that." Like what? Right? Yeah. I used to be like, "Nah, I don't even wanna fuck." Like that's yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So it, it's a it has to be a a kind of like happy yeah. meeting. So all right, so you're 17, lose your virginity, and I guess um going into your senior in high school, um and this. And then your sister's Fantasia at the time. Yeah, at the time she was. At the time, okay, whatever that <laughs> means. But you know what I mean. That's just fin- right. sister Fantasia. This is pre. Right. This is pre America Idol. Yeah, this is like at the time I was Fantasia's brother, but the, you know 
it was no Fantasia. Like, yeah, it was just, you know, like, yeah, yeah your older sister. sister. Yeah. That's your you little know, sister? My, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. She so, just became my older sister, and I'm cool with that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know All right, so what, so what year was that American Idol? That was 04. 04, that's me graduating high school. So, mind you, all this is going down now, and you, the music is popping now. When, yeah. did, when did you start officially recording? I had been recording, like, before, like, I think, like, 99, mm -hmm. 2000. I was young, young, young pup. Yeah. And I was just honing my skills. And then what happened was um, I had a band that everybody knew about. We didn't have a, a song on the radio, song the first. And Tap Money, everybody would come and see us. So, you know, for those of y'all who who um, who knows about the uh, – Greensboro, North Carolina tradition. We talking about from Aggies all the way to Winston-Salem State, Danville, everybody, the whole triad. Um, it was like you kind of knew who I was. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? I had a band called Infinity, and we were good, and mm -hmm. we would pack out shows. And i never forget, I took my sister to American Idol, and, um, you know, she made it. So when we came back, I had a show at this place. It was called... Um, it was called uh, 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 oh God, it's going. It's, you can it's, remember it tomorrow. Johnny. Yeah, I remember. It. <laughs> I will. Anyway, so this is like the the club. This was the club, and I never forget. Like the, my name is spread it. Well, our name, excuse me. Like the name of the band is spread it, and this guy came to see me, and was like, "Yo, yo, yo, I love what you're doing." But at the, at the time, I was like. Yeah, whatever. Like, yeah, said all the time, and that yeah. guy turned out to be Waleed, Waleed Coyote. Yeah, he was doing radio at the time, and uh, you know, but his passion was like, his passion was like, you know, yeah, yeah artist management, be, yeah, yeah, CEO, label. Yeah, and at the time he had an artist called P Wonder, and yeah. it was like, I'm like, all right, so like we just hooked up, and I'll never forget. And he was like, bro, you trust me, and I was like, nah. He was like, yo, bro, you gotta. So we built a relationship yeah. over the years. Like it was almost like a movie, bro. If, like if I could put it on like a VH1 mm -hmm. type movie vibe, like Doctor you would. Series. Oh, you would. You would enjoy the movie. Yeah, it was a movie, bro. That's all I could so say. So what made you take your sister, but you yourself not into American Idol? Actually, I did. I just um, I just felt like it wasn't for me because I was a little rough around the edges. Like uh -huh. I, I seen what Ruben went through. Shout out to Ruben. That's my boy. Yeah. But, like, I just seen what, like, you know. And I didn't want the people to, like, I knew I was a bad boy and a gentleman at the same time. Yeah. I didn't want it to be, like, little puppy dogs and dandelions and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now you dancing through the tulips and, you know, show both. <laughs> da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that wasn't me. So, at the time, I felt like a better fit for me was Grand Hustle. Yeah. And some people like, yo, you stupid for that. But I just felt like, like. I just, you know, it was a time and place for everything. I, I still needed to hone my skills. True. You and wasn't ready. Were, yeah. yeah it wasn't. Grand Hustle wasn't judgmental. Yeah. So you but going on that show, you, that's a judgment. You, you know, yeah, yeah people judged. judging you. Yeah. But that's crazy. So what was like as your career was going on, you were with the band Infinity and your sister's like progressing on the show? It went from a um, me me being on a, a, a jam-packed uh, house we talking people standing on tables and chairs. You went from that and me saying, hey, my sister on American Idol, you can hear a pin drop to everybody going crazy. And yeah. they saying, Rico, who? Yeah. So, I mean, so she gets on. You're still, when is, when is the bubble gum? Let's talk about that. Like, I, I just want to see the, the <sighs> timeline parallel. Like, right after the, the double growth of you guys is, ascending to the top together in your own lanes like she went and i knew i needed a record okay the crazy part like at that point like i'm gonna show you how the, how the universe works and how it's just like everything kind of works it, it it still working itself out for me because mm -hmm. my my plan started out the way it was and it's kind of finishing or coming up to yeah how i wanted it to be so i was soulful you know but we was like the band was like, if you could put the Neptunes, Jodeci, Earth, Wind, and Fire, and maybe like CeeLo Green and the Beatles and just shake that shit up. That's what we were. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, we had the highs. We had the lows, the Yeah, funk, we had the, the personality. Vibe. We yeah. were rapping, 
band, you know, the boys. It was just like that type of stuff, but like I wouldn't call it neocentric because it wasn't that. It was mm -hmm. like some young kid shit. Like if we listen to some kids today, whoever just experiment, you like, yo, they different. Yeah. But so that's what we were. Y'all were young niggas out of the box. Right. Real thinking so on the box. Like, okay. So it's like once, you know, first of all, the band the band didn't last because, you know, we started getting great opportunities and then, you know, like, you know, of course young Individually. men. Yeah, okay. Niggas, like, you know, getting the big head. So I was like, yeah, oh, shit, ego. Ego. So I quit. But at the time, you know, I went out on the road with my sister, and I was like, I need a record. And I will never forget, at the time, Snap Music was popping. Yeah. And I was like, mm, I never forget. It. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, all that. All I that. never forget. I was in the shower, bro. And I heard in my head, girl, you that bubble gum. So my cheek goes I want that. I jumped out the shower. Yeah. I called my boy Keith Mac. Yo, Mac, I got something. He he I played it. I mean, I was singing it. Mm -hmm. He was like, hey, when can you be at the house? And the rest was history. history. I never forget. He played it for Wally. Wally was like, give me this record. And then, you know, it went from there. And so what, um, what was that? What was that feeling like? You know, first time hearing your song on the radio. Is that um, like that's when like that's when like the real craziness started because then you get to see how the women react. You just, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, how, how old were you then? I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I really don't. It was, we, it was that. You know what I, it's not even that. It's just I couldn't think. Like every <laughs> night, night. You know what I'm saying? Night for night was craziness. I would say, what year was that then? I want to say it was like 05. 05, 05 bubblegum drops. Oh, yeah, oh five. Man, so you and your sister like like really rising to the top, same yeah, time. That's yeah. crazy. Now, now, what's that stress on the, on the family? Like, what's that as a, as you as a, as a man and that success? Yeah. You know, it can look one way like this, but in reality, it's really like this. Did you feel a burden? Did you feel pressure? Did you feel competition, or was it like I can lose tomorrow, my sister can win? I'm gonna be happy for my sister regardless. What was? My, it was always that. Okay, but unfortunately, power. And fame will, uh, has a tendency of uh, it comes with a big, big ass magnifying glass. Mm -hmm. And when, as soon as you put that magnifying glass over whatever it is yeah. that you focused on, you see it, or it, it could just unten unintentionally just show itself. So I think at first it started out all fun and grew into competition, and I think relationships got. You know, mm -hmm. got broken. Um, is in is 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 anything the same? Hell no. Nah. Like people be like, yeah, you know, your your brother cutting up on the show. That's who he is. Yeah, you talking about he was crying. How you know ain't nothing been the same since he telling the truth. Yeah. So it's like, so all right. So when I, you I, come here's okay. Here's my thing, finish, finish, real finish, quick. Finish. Like I yeah. feel like when you come from a very a uh, competitive, powerful, singing family, mm -hmm. full of dysfunction. Yeah. When you put a damn, when you when you when you put a uh, like if it's a sponge, if you put that that right drop on, it's just gonna expand. Yeah. yeah. So you got to figure out how to clean it up. So years of you know years of uh, trial and error, and we still we still working on it. Yeah. You know. I mean, as long as you have the decide to get better and do better, at the end yeah. of the day, it's your family. So there was a point in time where y'all all loved each. Other unconditional. Well, still, yeah, we still do. do. It's just, you know, it's just, you know, it's all. It, it, I think it happens in their family, even the yeah. Jacksons. You know, True. at some point, you know, you remember during the movie, it's like they say, man, it's almost like you got to make an appointment to see Mike. Mm -hmm. and that's your brother. You know, yeah, Mike. Yeah. Boo. That's you know, crazy. and so I have no doubt Mike loved his siblings. Yeah. Do you feel like they were treated fairly the whole way? No. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mike just But Mike was a young boy. Like he I mean, what is a child supposed to do in them, in them times? You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a very funny time for anybody in that yeah. world. Especially yeah. if it's something and it's not the same, and everything yeah, the same with my sister. Like she was young. And everything so she made crazy mistakes yeah. and still, you know, we humans. She still yeah. make mistakes. I, like I said, I love her to death. But I mean, you know, she you know, we 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 spoke briefly through text messages mm -hmm. and it's like, yo, I love you. I, I knew you was gonna be a rebel. And I shared this story, I was, you know, my sister, we were uh, 
we were in the living room. She kept running around. My mom had them glass tables back in the day. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. She had the dark <laughs> glass table. Yeah. And it was, she had little sharp edges at it. I kept saying, Taz, you need to sit down. You're going to cut yourself. She would listen. So next thing you know, she come in the room, like, neck bleeding. And, yeah, she hit a, you know, fairly hit a yeah. neck. And I told her. And I was like, and, you know, like, you, you get, you, I told you to stop. You did, you would listen. But I knew at that point that she was going to be a rebel. She was going to do what she wanted to do. Yeah. I, I mean, Art, artsy people are like that, bro. Yeah. Like art, I'm, I don't I'm the same. I, I don't know, rush yeah. artistic people. They I'm doing they doing something for me. I don't rush them. Yeah, I just be like look, man, that's how they roll, and I, I understand that. And if you want the best work, the best product, you can't rush people like artistic people. And I, and I really believe in that. Yeah, but um, so let's veer off to something else, man. So bubblegum booming, and I can tell you right now, bro. I seen you. I remember when I first came to North Carolina in 2012. Started rocking with Ali in uh, February 2013. That was good times. Yeah, so. Bruh, I see you perform live, live show epic, bruh. I give it, it to you, the freestyle. I was like, damn. Appreciate it, bro. And I'm coming from the Caribbean it. background, so you know we love live shows. Right. We love a band. We right. love right. all that. So I really appreciate right. that. And I'm just, I just wanted to like, I mean, applaud you, dog. Like I really appreciate I that. Appreciate, for real. I appreciate you. You know, you really, uh, you know, uh, embracing and loving what I do. You know, um, so, and. It's, it's funny because, like you say, Caribbean background, like that's where we, you know, right now veering off to mm -hmm. be able to work with different artists overseas. You yeah. Know, uh, you know, Caribbean, uh, we're talking Latin, mm -hmm. Latin America. So, you know, just like expand my horizons because, you know, you don't want to, I don't want to limit myself. Of course not, never. Yeah. So what so Bubblegum drop drops. What's yeah. the next what's the next hit after that? You get signed with Grand Hustle in 2000. Yeah, and then like right That's 2005 right. 6. 8. 8. Okay, you signed with Grand I Hustle. I my skills until mm -hmm. like we rode the waves. That's why I said like I want to say 2005 2006 Bubblegum and then and then 2008, right at the beginning of 2008, I signed, and I put out a song called uh, I'm Rich. Yeah. And that was it. Another one. That was it. Another, Another one. one. Yeah, Cali. Another one. one. Yeah. So so I, I put out I'm Rich. Like what was it? What was it like being around like that close to Ti and the whole Grand Hustle family? Them bringing you in. It was just more than like that was special, but it was just more than him. Like shout out to Shotty Red because you know Shotty Red was popping. Mm, oh yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Shotty Red, he, they introduced me to Shotty Red. Me and him got in. It was just like magic. We started making records and stuff, and um, I was just around everybody at that time. Like mm. a lot of the, you know the ones who was great. You know, right now, and um, you saw you like you saw people, a lot of people grow, and yeah, did that really show you like the grind of being an artist? Because I th I feel like yeah. artists don't understand. I understand because I see it every day, but I feel like you. I really don't know that that how long that journey is. They don't. And I look. Uh, listen, I look over the years. He said that's like two thousand eight, two thousand seven, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, and you already have a hit record. Hit record. So you already have one. Right. So, but we're going into 2008, and it's like, and like you're starting all over again. Now, watch of. this. 2008. Everything, it, it, it really, everything, it turns, it just keep, keeps turning. Mm -hmm. Like 2008, 2009, I want to say maybe 2010. I'm not sure, but Futuristic Love comes out. Yeah. Nard and B. Nobody mm -hmm. knew who they were. Yeah. Now, what you hear? Nordic B. Damn. Like, look how many years that took. Like, yeah. from now to then. Like, now, you know, they getting a placement with Future and they getting places with the Migos. And, mm -hmm. and you hearing them all over the radio. It's crazy. It's like, I was one of the first. Like, we started out in the trenches together. My boy Raz, who's now with MMG, he was a producer. And, um, you know, he did a couple of hot ones for, uh, for you know, for Ross. And then, you know, um, my boy Lil C. Lil C did... Um, he started out doing the shoulder lean record with yeah. Dro and all, and me and him did records. Uh, we did the we did the the record on the Paper Trail album when that came out, Porn Star. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I remember this. Yeah, for that was you. That was me. Yo, this is crazy. Like you gotta understand, I'm not even in radio yet. I'm still down in Miami. Yeah. I'm still, 
I'm, I'm taking pictures for a nightlife website, right. Partystreet.com, and I'm just I'm in the music, man. And I and I rock with Ti because Ti had I fuck with him hard because he did the song with um Beanie Man. Yeah, I'm serious. So that that's that's why that draw was me. crazy. Yeah, so that's what even pulled me into fucking Ti. Right. Right. I'm people with that nigga, but you fuck with my reggae artists. Right. I listen. I listen to all the crossover records right. at that time. So that's. But I do remember that song specifically, man. That's crazy. So. I know you got a gift with the hooks. Yeah. I know you got a gift with the pen, and I know you you got the voice. Like what? Is, how, talk about that battle of being so talented at all three facets of the music industry, and like really picking one. Because I'm pretty sure if you say, you know what, I want to write or just get these hooks out, you could really be. Yeah. But it's like, what's that? Well, what's that it's almost like trying to take. Um, I'm gonna give you a good one. Since or I'm gonna give you like three, like three, uh, three hooks, three songs that you. I'll just give you like three examples. All right. You remember when, like, you remember when, when, when Sean Paul was just like that. It was his shit. That was just his era. His mm -hmm. year. Yeah. It's almost like trying to take his music and give it to somebody else. Feel me? Yeah. Or like if you took Dave Matthews, I remember forget I, I did a song called Fly and Dave Matthews. If anybody's familiar with Dave Matthews, like he has this big fucking band where all of them got their own tour bus, like six or seven tour yeah, buses. Yeah. That's how much money he makes in festivals and stuff. And he I'll never forget he liked the song I wrote. But he wanted he he was like, You gotta come and sit down and and write some more with us because we like to write our own songs. So I come from that era where of watching artists that wrote their own stuff. Yeah. So the the thing I'm trying bruh, to Dave say Dave Matthews, bro. Yeah. For the hip hop community, bro, Dave they Matt they don't understand they don't, Dave Matthews. They don't. They don't. Like, <laughs> like six tour buses. That's how big this you talking about six prevosts, if you know what that is, like luxury tour buses. With probably trailers on the back, and if you if you go and Google right now and do your research and find out how much a new one costs, then you'll know. And they don't that we ain't talking about some R and B group or some hip hop group that has like maybe three tour buses and they they working their ass off to try to recoup the money just yeah. to look good with these these tour buses. Nah, they don't have to want for nothing. That's how big they are. Yeah. Um. Especially Damn. in the Charlotte, Charlottesville, Virginia yeah. community. And shout out to Charlottesville. This stuff is going on right now. It's crazy. But. Crazy. We're going we gonna to touch on that in a few, yeah. man, because I know you're from the South. I know you understand that type of climate. Yeah. But so Dave Matthews called you. Like, you spoke to Dave Matthews. Well, what happened was he Keith Mack was managing me at the time. Okay. Keith, I had a song called Fly. To this day, if I played it for you, you'd be like, yo, you just did this. I'm like, nah. I did this song like. <laughs> it's got to be 12 years old now, 12, 15 years old. Damn. It's t it just felt good. It's timeless. But he was like, yo, I really like what y'all are doing. Mm -hmm. Coming right with us. And Matt got scared. Damn. So Matt did not put. Yeah, he didn't put forth effort. But, but like, bro, like, Mac is, let me explain something. He's a genius. For those of y'all who want to know who Keith Mac is, or Mac, who I'm referring to as, Mac did the, he did the track with Jamie Foxx and T.I. Because he the one put me on, he put me on, he got me on with Grand Hustle. But, yeah. You know, he had the connection and yeah. we did Bubblegum. But Mac did the, um. he did the, done what goes around, come back, you know. Yeah. Um, when I hope you live in the sky. Oh, with shit. Jamie Foxx and yeah, T.I. Yeah, yeah. He also did the first. Watch this, the first Fast and the Furious with when Luda was first on there. Yeah. The Act of Food. Yeah, Act of Food. He did Too that record. He did that record. Damn. And we say when we say well, just for like lamest people who don't know when. So you say he did that record. He produced it. He produced the record. Shit. Yeah, he produced the record. So it's like Bro, he never gonna be broke. Well, I ain't gonna say that. I mean he one one, he's never gonna be broke because he's he's a genius. And he's a country boy that don't mind working. Yeah. Like right now, like Mac was like, okay. Mac Mac says his his thing is he's like, look, I'm not a little young boy anymore that's trying that's like bumper knocking records out the park. I'm doing uh twenty records a day. Nah, he does what he feels. Mm -hmm. He's like if a painter got up and was like, I feel like painting today. So I'm mm -hmm. gonna paint this beautiful picture. Yeah. And he might paint one picture. 
And he might do that maybe one week or one month. Yeah. But in between that, he know he got to feed his family. So, you know, he went to school. So management is very, very smart. So right now he's going to school for, like, management. And instead of, like, managing, like, a regular guy like, you know, you and I, mm-hmm. he'll go into where the big bucks are. Yeah, he'll, go, he'll, like, he'll join Rock Nation. Not, well, not even that. He, he, he'll probably end up doing some of that. And if he's not doing that, he'll probably end up doing like getting places placements with like Nickelodeon and yeah. shit. Yeah, that's with crazy. the kids, with like the kids. Where you had his craze, his Molly Cyrus craze, or he end up doing some VP work at Epic or yeah. Interscope for like the next Hootie and the Blowfish and shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's yeah. So like that's bro, that's crazy, man. So how do you feel like as your journey as an artist, like all these? these missed opportunities, all these opportunities that you did take advantage advantage of, like what, like do you dwell on those things or are you kind of like let it blow your band away? Ass, whatever, you going to get the next one? For me, like. And I'll tell you why, I'm going to tell you why I asked you that because I heard the last song you brought up here. I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, that shit's crazy, bro. Yeah. Like, I was thinking to myself, let me just tell you in the reality, I was like, I heard it and then we played it like I heard it. I listened to it. And then um, I'm riding around yesterday, the next day, and I'm listening. D Rock plays it on the mix show. I'm just like, like, yo, I know the person that made this fucking song. Yeah, that shit's crazy. Well, first of all, shout out to D Rock because um, you know, probably if it wasn't for his his great big cosign, you know, you know, I probably wouldn't get the love. But as a DJ, he has the golden ear, mm-hmm. and that's what keeps him here. That's what keeps him in, in the position he's in. So, you know, again, shout out to D-Rock for even giving the record a chance. Mm-hmm. And shout out to the people of Fayetteville and, you know, just people all over North Carolina. And, yeah. Uh, Savannah just added it. And, um, uh, you know, we're getting some response from Macon. And hopefully we'll get back down to Florida, you yeah. know, your, your neck of the woods. Let's go, man. It's, be, it's know, really feel-good music, it. man. Yeah. Damn, that's that's a really good feel, like a feel-good song, man. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed the, the vibe to it. So, like. How are you still like, especially the Calif- the, uh, the the California record? Huh? How, how did that come about? The California record came about. I was uh, I had already did a record for my partner Colonel Lau. Mm-hmm. Colonel Lau, um, they wanted to get some more work at the time. I was like, uh, yeah, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. I knew that was you know that was paying the bills. So I never forget his his partner and manager pocket. Was like, yo, we want you to get on this song, and I was like, they sent me the, they sent me the, can't get over you, you know, the, mm-hmm. the record, the, you know, the, the, the Frankie Bell, and I was like, so y'all knew to go get me on it because it's like old school. Yeah. So at the time, I was like, huh? Well, I studied the record, and I was like, okay, and I didn't, I didn't put no words, no nothing, because mm-hmm. I didn't know what they wanted to say. So we drive up, I drove up from Atlanta to Raleigh, and um. I never forget Dolph was there and a couple other people. And uh, I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, y'all trying to do a record with Dolph? Okay. And I never forget. So I had I had to get my mind ready and wrapped around how can I do something, a hook that's going to complement both of these hardcore. Hardcore, yeah, yeah. yeah bro, that, bro, finish the story. That's how I was like. Yeah. So I was like, so what do y'all want to talk about? And Pocket was like, bro, let's talk about California. I'm like, well, I know what you go down in California. I, I know, I know, and I had to make it relatable mm-hmm. to what they were gonna feel when they heard it. You know what yeah. I mean? Or what goes down in their world. So that's when you know I I went in. I didn't write anything. I freestyled it. They getting that work from California. California. I could yeah. see it in my head. Yeah. Now the killers, they you know it was the killers in California. Yeah. So I knew I was like, well, listen. The best way for me to to get embraced by Californians is to I gotta let's talk about the killers, the killers and the drug dealers. You know, mm-hmm. we gonna talk about the pretty women, yeah. killers and the drug dealers, the hills, yeah, you know, and how good the, the good times. Yeah. So I came up with California. And that was it. That was it. That's it was it. funny because Snoop called me like two or three in the morning. Uh-huh. I was in Fayetteville. <laughs> he called me. I'm at my partner house in Fayetteville. Yeah. I wake up like Snoop. He like your nephew. I'm like, oh, what's up? This you? He's like, yeah. He said, 
He said, man, what the fuck? I can't figure out is how three, how, how, how two niggas from North Carolina body a song about California. And y'all ain't even from this motherfucker. I started laughing, you know what I mean? But that was a great. Yeah, blessing. Great, yeah, and it just opened up so many doors. You know, E40, everybody was calling me. Yeah. And, you know, me and 40 did a record not too yeah. long ago. So. Yeah. Damn, so what? what's so, like, you ever smoke or Snoop? No, I don't want to. <laughs> why you want to that. smoke? That's like West Coast ritual, bro. That's like, no. Why you want to smoke with Snoop? Because I need my lungs. I, I got, you know what I'm saying? I heard, I, I do, I heard it. Be. I, I do too much singing. Like, my singing can get hardcore. Like, if I sung like Ty, like my boy Ty. Ty Dolphin? Yeah. yeah, then maybe, yeah. You know, because, no, 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 no. He ain't really, his, his range, ooh, yeah. That's his yeah. range. You ain't heard him. Uh, I, yeah. He ain't doing all that. Yeah. So it's like I need, I need range. <laughs> I need my fucking lungs. Bro. I'm not saying I, I'm not saying on a regular. I mean I don't think that's. I think you know it may one happen. Time. Yeah, it may happen, and, and you know I'll let the people know if if I Survive. pass out and don't come back from it. Cause every, like, every time I, yeah, because every time I watch these videos and they talk about like everybody has that snoop smoke with weed snoop story. Yeah, like everybody has that story. The niggas like, nah, but you bro. need one person to be like, nah, <laughs> I done heard all the stories. I don't want to be a part of that. You know, listen, like you know it's bad when like, like I got an auntie like this. She's so cool. Like shout out to my aunt Bunny. She don't like for me to talk about it, but like she smokes weed and, and so. I never, I never forget listening to her Moon Rock story. You got like, yeah. I gotta get on the show so she can tell you about her Moon Rock story. Mm. Like, but you know it's bad with my aunt. She just like she loves telling her Moon Rock story. But if you mention that shit in front of Snoop, Snoop be like, uh, uh-uh. you don't want. Hey nephew, you don't want to be on that Moon Rock. And Moon Rock have you like like Ti said have you acting like you ain't never had shit. Mm. So nah, <laughs> I don't want to go smoke with them. No. All right, what's, well, give me, give me a, give me a good, um, like, on the road story. Give me a good, you got a good groupie story. Give me a good groupie story. A groupie story. Give me, give me a groupie Actually, story. Actually, I, I'll give you one great one, and I'm, I'm gonna keep it at home. All right. This was probably <laughs> so. This was, I was 21 Savage before there was a 21. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bro, I, oh God, this was so bad, bro. I promise you, like Bubblegum was out, and yeah. um. I never forget. I'm we in the club. You remember? Um, it used to be Jabs. I've heard that. I've heard that okay, club name before. Was, remember, okay. I'm, I'm living in Florida. Right. So, so. it's right, right before you get. Okay, you, you remember the club? It's a. Okay, you know the, the service station. Okay, you know what? When you coming from the Coliseum, going like towards A and T. Okay. You know the curve. That little curve. You know it's a, a store right there before you get the. Uh, 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 like you going to UNCG, you know where the bridge is, the railroad tracks. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's okay. a store on the left. Yeah, and at that light, it's a store on the right. Yeah, it's it was a, a club that sat before the store in the curve. Yes. What? Okay, where that warehouse? It looks like a warehouse. No, okay. It was a club there. I got you. I got the visuals. It used to be called Jabs, bro. Mm-hmm. I I never. No, shout out to Brad and everybody. Like, bro, bro, I was so savage. I never forget this girl comes up to me and I got security around me and she was like, I really like you. She was like, I want to suck your dick. And I literally let her suck my dick in the VIP standing up in the club. Security blocking the view. No. Just- they just standing beside me <laughs> looking down like, bro, you the man, you the king, bro. I'm like, in my mind, my conscience was like, one what the part fuck was like, yes, me? yeah. The other part was like, like what, what the, the fuck, fuck am I doing? <laughs> like, this is not normal. Like, I, yeah, I wasn't raised like this. <laughs> yeah, bro, it, it got it got pretty intense, bro. Like, that's just in the city. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. We're not, we not even going to go I, on the road. I, listen, no, no, wanna... I'm, I'm finna give you one. Oh, now, okay. I just, I like, <laughs> I, I, it's funny how, how small the world is. And how you you and I come in contact because okay, we can identify Greensboro. I just gave you a Greensboro story. Yeah. Guess what my next best story? No, if not the best. No, the best. Guess what my best story? Miami. No. Jamaica. Jamaica. Oh God. Oh my God. Listen, bro. Ah, <laughs> uh, so bro, like I go to Jamaica. Like first of all, let me tell you something. I almost fell in love with a fucking whore, like a like a streetwalker. Like yeah. she was that fucking. 
fine. She was, bro, she was fine. And I just kept seeing her. Were you so, in Were you in Kingston? Nah, Mon- hell no. Montego hell Bay? no. You know <laughs> we, yeah, we going to Montego Bay. Okay, you're Mo- Mobe. All right. Yeah. And, you know, I see. Were you there? Girl. What were you there for? Just We were doing music. Like, I was I was on the road with my sister at the time. Okay, okay, okay. And my partner, Big Head, he was showing us around. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and, bro, it was so crazy. Bro, that's all I can say. It, this shit was crazy. Like, I get there and, like, you know, first of all, the food was amazing. We on a resort. You know, you able to open the shutters, the shutters and, and let just let the wind in. The wind and you can see the so, ocean. Yeah, so I already stuff. know. I'm yeah. like, yeah, this it. So I meet this slim chick. She ain't call me Rico. She, rookie, rookie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So my sister, my sister uh, manager, this uh, this little white chick, her name was Air uh, Air. Er, er, Ariel, Ariel, something like that. Yeah. Anyway, she um. She. She called the Jamaican me crazy because the girl was just hunting me down. Yeah. I met the girl at a festival at the festival prior. Y'all probably at some fest. I don't know. Was it like All a three I, day con- like a multi day concert? Yeah. yeah some oh my god. Okay, listen, you're at some fest right now. You're at some yeah. fest in Montego Bay. Right. All right. No, I know where you are. Bro, it was like it was crazy. So. So, she's running you down. Bro, let me tell you something. I had a newfound respect for Jamaican women because you got to realize, like, where we come from, like, middle school, the middle school dance popping, she might get your dick hard. You know what I'm saying? High school, depending on who it is, she might get hard. After that, like, it's hard to get a man, a seasoned vet, yeah, get your yeah, dick yeah. hard on the dance floor. Yeah, bro, yeah, let me yeah. tell you something. We went out. It was beautiful. It was like a fucking video, like a music video. The girls jump up on the on the on the uh the bar. Do all type of wild shit. Bro, it's crazy. You look down, you got the um, you got the uh you can see like the rays and stuff. They mm-hmm. swimming through the sea. Oh, you was at Margaritaville. Oh my God. She's at Margaritaville. It was. <laughs> bro, I was I was at Margaritaville. Bro. This little, this little light of mine, she let it shine. That's all I can say. She starts dancing on me, bro. And it was almost like she had like this fucking uh, 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 flute or something. She was just drawing the cobra out the basket. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm like, at that time, I'm, like, I'm not in the small girls. So shout out to the small girls, like the small booties, because she knew what she was doing. doing. So needless to say, Mind okay. you, the, the dancing is different here. Like that, all it's, right. it's, it's different oh, movements. Bro. It's crazy. Yes. It turns me the fuck yeah, on. It turns me on. So, I ain't gonna lie. So listen, so it go from her to more girls. And my partner, the drummer at the time from Cali, my boy George, he's fucked up beyond belief. Mm-hmm. Like they carry him out. I got like three girls on one side, three girls on the other side. They carry him out like he on the cross. Mm-hmm. Oh, he like this. He like, bro. Hey, bro, I love you, bro. Thank you. I know that. So, so watch this. We go to the after hour spot, and I see two little boys. They had to be like 10, 12. They come out with a with like a 12 pack and some weed. I'm like, oh, this shit is crazy. We go in, and your boy, your boy there. What's the big guy from um shot us? The one. Remember when? Remember when? Oh. Um, Wayne, remember when he pull up yeah, in Miami and the big guy, he come out Miami the fence. Oh. Is that him? He come out and he's at the he's at the fence talking to him. Oh yeah, um, damn, I know him personally. His name he goes by Miami Puff Daddy. Okay, but I know right. who you're talking about. He gets he, end up getting shot. Yeah, in the car. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so he on the ones and twos. Yeah, he yelling. Everybody, listen, yeah. women everywhere. I got look. I felt like I was in belly, brother, yeah. bro. I woke up with like three or four girls in my bed, bro. Damn. I'm not with That's you. all I can say, man. Damn. That's pretty fucking crazy. Yeah. Jamaica. <laughs> I will never forget. And I'm going to tell you what made it worse. We went from Jamaica to the Bahamas. So when you get to the Bahamas, oh, it like, feels uh, like, like I'm in a nursing home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I still get laid in the Bahamas, of but course. it wasn't like Jamaica. Yeah, man. Bahamas is the first time I, like, I did a party there. They had a, like... At the end of the night, like that, there was a girl in my room. I was like, um, 
okay. Right. <laughs> I was like, right. Oh, right. what do I do? Right. But I, I mean, granted, I didn't fuck her because I was like nervous. Right. Because I can't fuck somebody that doesn't want to fuck me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I'm and not it's like weird. That It's yeah. weird. So yeah. I just was like, um, nah, you good. Like, I know. This is what That's it when is. you turn into a gentleman. You're like, yeah. oh, okay, you can stay. Yeah. You're in the back of your mind, you're like, Oh, but yeah. you know you you a gentleman, so yeah. you know you go to sleep. Savage and, had this is, and I was this is it was my no, it wasn't my first time. It was my first time in Bahamas, yeah. but I was just like real like no, nah, I'm not ready for that. Mm. Like it wasn't, it, I didn't expect it. So right, it, it's it's crazy, man. So let's let's talk about this new record. What you got going on currently? Currently, 2017. What, what's 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 Rico Reno doing? Uh, we we've we've evolved full circle, mm-hmm. and like I'm on some grown man shit. Like you're independent now. Have uh, much so, and I'm happy. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you, because you got to realize if you if you got enough game in you, then you can turn the music game into the music business. Okay, and you don't have to worry about going to sleep on people. Mm-hmm. I mean, you might have some sleepless nights because you might not always be where you want to be financially. Yeah. But, you know, if you know what you're doing, you can get well off, you know. You if you just got to know what you're doing and be relentless with it. So, you know, it. we're going, we going from bubblegum to now. Like I said, before bubblegum was was now. So the, the, now, yeah. like, yeah. So it was infinity, the, so now you're back. So it's like, yeah, I'm back on this. I went and merged from one track to the next, mm-hmm. and then I pull, I get back up because I figure out, okay, um, how can I use my voice or who I am inside and make it cool to where people want to listen to it? You, mm-hmm. feel me saying? you feel what I'm saying? How can I take the musical background that I have and and and, and have fun with it, but still make it cool? Yeah. So it was it was all those things, you know what I mean? Just growing up. Watching my dad as a musician, watching other musicians, just people I admire, watching different genre, genres and uh, different cultures, you know, and, and like, you know, cultures and, uh, you know, you're talking rock, rap, country, mm-hmm. gospel, uh, uh, blues, you know what I'm saying? You name it. I was just, hell, I could sit there for a minute and listen to a Latin, a Latin groove. You talk, yeah. like, Bob Marley was like one of, like, Oh my God, he's a, he was super idol to me. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Definitely. So it's like you take all that and infuse it, just kind of put you at, you know? Yeah. Not so much copy that, but just infuse. Yeah, yeah just take a little it, bit from everything and what you love yeah, about yeah. what that particular genre of music or how that song made you feel and incorporate with something else yeah. that made you feel good. And so, and so that's what we have now. Like, I just wanted to like have fun for a change and feel like just show some growth and maturity because you know. In the urban market, everybody's competitive, and you know I call it a I call it a sixty second society. The first thirty seconds they love you, the second thirty they hate you. So it's like I wanted to do something. I never forget, you know, sitting talking with my boy K, KP. Shout out to KP. Uh, I think he's with. I want to say he's over at Interscope right now, but KP was like, um, you know, he asked me, "What do you want to do?" And I was like, I want to be on somebody's wall, like Bob Marley, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you know, like Marvin Gaye. He's like, you got to say something. So at this point, it's like I went from saying shit that was like super cool yeah, to like saying shit that like people kind of like need to hear. Yeah, but I got to yeah. do it in a sense to where I'm not preaching the gospel and people don't want to hear it. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So you have to slowly feed people that stuff. So I'm right now, like I said, I'm on my grown man. And, and um, you know, I still like the records are fun. But they're like a breath of fresh air because everybody's I can't say everybody's doing the same thing. Like, yeah, but there's no this I mean, I'm I'm like as we have this conversation, I'm thinking about, damn, who who we could remind me of? I'm like you know what I'm, I'm really like, does he remind me? Does he Right. Damn. Bro, when you when your voice drop, bro, you know it's you. Yeah. It ain't never no they kinda sound like who that is? Oh, that's not nah, bro. It, it's Right, it makes you pick your head up, look around, make you want to shazam it or something. And I just like, I just feel blessed to to know that. And I'm, and I'm gonna say, let me let me say something about that. Like, it, I just feel blessed and humble to be able to know that, you know, my vocal is none like no other. That's that's hard. Like, you know, you might know like who a Jeremiah is because the texture yeah. of his voice. Uh, um, and you may know CeeLo, of course, because yeah. of the texture of his voice. Um, and there's a few other ones, but you 
everybody kind of like sounds the same. You know, it's just it's like even with like certain females, like like you could put a record on, I'd be like, wait, is that, that who is that? That's you know, and that's such such. You're like, nah, that's such such. So it's like everybody mm-hmm. kind of like following this trend, this pattern. So it's good to know that I, you know, Still stand, stand out. out like ridiculously and, stand out. No and, question and I, about it. Right, and I want to kind of say this real quick, and just like I want to thank everybody for like shazamming it. Shazam! Like, the name of the record is called "Let's Dance" for the people. Who, like, yo, what the hell is he talking about? Yeah, it's called "Let's Dance." Go Shazam it on uh, uh, um, Apple, Apple Music, iTunes, Spotify. You know, go it's check out the record. Yeah, I have title. I use so title. yeah, definitely go check it out. Um, I want right to say, now. yeah, I want to shout out the Netherlands. The Netherlands have been showing me so much, you know, love Shazamming and and you know, trying to figure out who I am. Uh, Salt Lake City, uh, is it on there? Uh, there's a lot of let's dance. It's a popular title, but right, you might pop. You might have to put my name in. Name it, yeah. Um, but yeah, shout out to Seattle, Portland, um, Hawaii, and Montreal. Like all these places are like really showing love. I think we went like twenty four, twenty five thousand, and um, before the month was over with, and I put it out like. July 14th, so. Damn. Yeah. So what's like, I mean, a lot of, everybody wants to be a rapper. Everybody wants to be an artist these days. What's what's your advice to young young cats? Uh, I would say be yourself, because like right now, like the sky's the limit. You know, it used to be like a certain area. If they heard you from a certain area, like you wouldn't go far. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, because the internet makes it so popular and everybody can like uh, use this formula, you know what I'm saying? Um like um it's so easy to blow. Now I'm gonna tell you what I don't like about that. What I don't like about it is you see people and you know that they ain't about their life and like they talking crazy reckless. So it's like the the game now is about how reckless you can what yeah. what you can say, like you promoting, um, let's have sex with no condoms, let's pull up with the stick, we're gonna kill some people. And like these kids are out here actually doing this shit. You yeah, feel yeah, me? yeah, yeah. Like where I'm from, we was talking. Remember we was talking about it the other day. Yeah, like, high point crazy. was yeah, high point's kind of. Ooh, oh, it's like right the now. wild wild west. It's hot out there right now. Yeah, so it's like, I just I want I'm like, I just want like you could be creative, just be yourself. I seen a video. I ain't gonna name the artist, but it was a girl and she like had guns in her video, mm-hmm. but you look like the sweetest little thing like. I know a few that that'll probably like really go to you, go to you fast, quick, and you ain't gonna know it. You ain't big enough. Yeah. But you got the guns in the video, and you and your homegirl, y'all counting money and talking about the feds. But if that really happened, are you Shook. ready? Yeah. Are you ready? Shook. Yeah. So it's like, my thing is like, I don't know. I just come from a real society. Yeah. And like certain things, you're not gonna see me doing. Because I just feel it's like not, I feel like there's nobody, nobody like G checking these cats. Yeah, like, I don't. Whatever. And I, like I don't want nobody to feel like I'm a hater. I'm just saying, if you're gonna promote that stuff, be 100 all the way about that life. Like don't like you're not gonna see me in the in the in the in the video clacking guns and sitting up like you know I I can't stand somebody that's doing that. I am what I am. Yeah. I am what what God made me and what my environment. I know what that stuff is like, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that I need to go and teach it to some kids. But, yeah. Because I, you know, my thing is if I'm if I'm gonna be out here, I'm teaching them how to live long. I ain't trying to teach them how to go kill each other. Yeah. Because you know Donald Trump up in the office, and you already know what's going on. Shit, man. So I, like being from the south, like granted, right. I'm raised in Miami. So right. Miami's not the South. Right. <laughs> South not. Florida is not the South. It's, it's the South, but it's just a different if world of like, the South. It's like an extension of the rest of the world. Yeah. And the little Caribbean that's, that's what it is. of South yep. America. So being like really from the South, like what is, like when you see that stuff, like I'm sure it makes me mad, but I know I always think like, damn, if this makes me upset, I can only imagine like what, you know, people that really lived in the South how does that stuff make you feel like when you see all that type of all type of shit going it's, on? It's crazy because it's like it makes you aware that something was there that you didn't know. It's almost like if we took and made some Kool-Aid and we dumped a load of sugar in it, you know what I'm saying? When we come back, the sugar has settled and you ain't looking at the sugar. You just know it tastes sweet, but mm-hmm. 
You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. But if you actually go down there and put that thing down there and stir it up, yeah. you start to see it. So it's like Donald Trump only stirred things up again. He he was like, I'm gonna like he made he made it cool for the KKK again. Yeah, to, to turn up. Yeah. And be out here. Yeah. Cause one thing is like they they that's why they wear their hoods, but now they taking their hoods off. They're letting you know this is what it is. Right. And then let's get it. Let's you know, let's not get let's not get it mistaken. KKK and the neo Nazis work together, but they two different organizations. So it's like now you seeing white supremacists, KKK, neo Nazi. You like whoa, this is crazy. Well, you know what's crazy? What's crazy about the Charlottesville? As I was watching it, it was like I really didn't see that many black people out there. But to me, <laughs> so it was here's like, the thing. Was like, so to me, I, I see it was like, damn, they're fighting each other now. But I, I can accept that. Like, yeah. I don't, I, here's my thing. Because we've taken so many beatings, why not just let them fight amongst themselves? Yeah. Like, I'm not saying, so I don't want nobody to feel like, oh, you know, da, 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 you said we shouldn't stand up. No, I'm not saying that. But even Dr. King said it's, it's other ways to, to, to get past this. Mm-hmm. And when you go out there, first of all, our society is a is an attention seeking society. Right, yeah. So like what are you going out there for? Like you want like you wanna I mean, if you wanna die for something, okay, that's cool. But every now and then, sometimes you have to play the psychological warfare game a different way. Don't give them what they, they want. So like you said, I was able to smile knowing that. You didn't have a bunch of. It's almost like we did the opposite. Normally, if you see two black people fighting in the street, all the black people coming their way. But you know, other people of other cultures gonna be like, "I ain't getting in that shit." Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? They out. Yeah, Yo, I'm out of here. Gone. And the smart ones, the smart niggas, they gonna be like, "Yo, I'm I'm out of here." Yeah. You know what I mean? Yo, these niggas something to pop off. What you gonna do? We at the club. You see two niggas arguing. Yeah, I gotta I'm, go. I ain't I staying go. there. Like, yeah, nah, I'm good. I'm a smart. Mom. So, so my thing is, it should be opposite. They let them handle that. I'm not saying that it's wrong or it's right. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying for a minute, let them experience what this feels right. like. Uh, and not only that, that let the good, the good, decent people, people. who want to see change mm-hmm. in America. Let, get them, that, let them get that treatment, they, and they're going to be like, yo, what the so fuck now is really going know. on? Yeah. And so, but now and they, they coming out. Yeah, yeah, they like, okay, I see. If you're looking at these memes or you're looking at what's going on on, on social media like Instagram, mm-hmm. you can hear a white guy in the background saying, yo, yo, you see how, how they treating these, you know, they don't treat black people like that. You see how they treat? So I just feel like it just needs to be a reality check. Not saying you... At some time, you know, at some point, you step in. I just don't want. What's going on is Donald Trump is created. He done shook up the pot too much. You got North Korea, and and probably Russia yeah. can't wait to invade. Yeah. And what they doing is waiting on us to start fighting amongst Try ourselves. Some fuck shit. There then they go. gonna slide in and fuck there it up. Go. Well, that's why I like being from another country. So I feel you. So you can always kind of go back. Yeah. And I just said that. I was like, bro, maybe I need to look into Puerto Rico and Jamaica. That's Jamaica <laughs> treat so good. Get that dual citizenship, dog. Yeah. Major key, man. That's and I, wild. Hey, bro, I just got the passport in, so yeah, I'm ready. Oh, you ready to take off? I got off. the new one, yeah. I, we, 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 we renewed. I just, you know, um, I just went on uh, social media and mm-hmm. posted. So any of y'all, y'all can go on my social media and let me know where I need to go. I, I got a lot of good suggestions. So I just got to figure out where I'm going first. Man, I'm going to tell you right now. If you're going to the islands, if you're going to, like, depends on what you're going for. Yeah. If you're just going to have, like, you and your boys going, I'm going to say Colombia, Costa Rica, Panama, uh, yeah, uh, DR. I'm not going to want to come back from these places, though, I just, You're going to want to come back. Well, no. Nah, if you can I'm make coming back, I'm bringing luggage with me. Exactly. So in the I, form of a nah, woman. And, like, see, see? Now, if you like, say, if you got a girlfriend, a woman, like places like Thailand, Greece, um, you can still take them to any island. Yeah, and have a great time. Yeah, they t- they said Greece, um, Thailand came up. Yeah, I got a lot of good ones. Of course, Dubai, Dubai. Dubai. Yeah, I'll be there next year. Yeah, I gotta go. Yeah, Cancun. I still ain't been there yet. What? Yeah, I haven't. 
But for a minute, you know, I was, you know, just taking care of family and making yeah. sure everything was straight. But now it's like, okay, let's go. Like, sometimes you got to, like, it's a different experience when you go as Rico Barino than is different when you are as Rico Barino, the artist. Like, yeah. you're being booked there to be there, and then there's a difference when right. you're just going there trying to be low-key. And right. But I, I want to do shit. both. I want to experience both. Yeah. But like, like I said, the people are going to help me get to where I need to be because, I'm, you know, I'm sure I'm like, listen, I'm humble, and, you know, I got good music, so... You know, and, and not only that, I'm trying to, you know, I, I'm expanding my horizons and, like, being able to explore a new venture as far as music. Like I said, with like, Latin and mm -hmm. Jamaican and Caribbean, you know, yeah. Caribbean whole, yeah. African. Like, just want, I want to be able to shine my light yeah. and and just be able to go and see the world. Well, man, yeah. if you're trying to reach any particular artist down there, and especially in Jamaica, man, I got a couple that I feel like you would work amazing with. I'm going to make those things link up and just see what happens. Play that middleman position. Yeah. I don't need a percentage. Just win. You know, take, me you. Honorable, take, me on you. take me on a mini tour. Going, yeah, you going with it. We got to yeah, go. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got to make sure y'all straight have yeah. the right people around with y'all, right. taking you everywhere y'all need to go, of right. course. Because I don't even go down there. Like, I'm an American now. So right. pretty much, I, my cousin ain't going with me. I ain't right. going. Right. right. Who, who, why myself? No, nah, I'm straight. I feel you. Especially, especially I'm in Kingston, Mobe, and the grill, Ultraist, I'll go by myself, but Kingston, my cousins ain't there, dog. I ain't got no damn know, place. Boy. I'm straight. Kingston's finest is waiting on us. Exactly. They waiting to get us. Yeah, exactly. Trust me. Mm -hmm. They out there. Yeah. But um, let everybody know the social media. Oh, man. Social. I try to keep it real calm and, and you know, real clean and collective. It's Rico Barino, R I C C O. B-A-R-R-I-N-O. Again, that's R-I-C-C-O. B-A-R-R-I-N-O. You can make a song out of it. Do whatever you need to do to memorize it. Google me. Shazam it. Um, the new song, Let's Dance. But it's simple. Rico Barino. R-I-C-C-O. B-A-R-R-I-N-O. Okay, so Rico, what are you listening to right now? Um, leisure. Leisure music. What are you listening to? You are you one of those, be you, real? No, are you one of those artists that just don't listen to? or like? I listen to everything. Like... It's funny, bro. Like, I could be like on some Michael Kiwanuka one minute. I'll be on Mumford, Son, Mumford yeah. and Sons the next minute. Then I might flip, flip over to Future. Uh huh. And I might go from, from Future. I like, um, of course, the Migos. Like, they go hard. Uh, I like Kodak. I like Kodak Black. I fuck with Kodak. Yeah. I fuck with Kodak. I like this new, like, some of the ratchet stuff. I like to get super ratchet, like, super trap, you know, mm -hmm. uh, trouble, trouble, trouble. Then I might want to go and do, uh, I might flip over and and I'm like, fuck it, let's go there. And I might go from Marley, Bob Marley, to, like, Mavado yeah. or Sizzler. Sizzler, I fuck with Sizzler. You feel me? And then I might, I, I just don't. It just depends on where I'm at. Then I might go super old school and yeah. and do you know do some R and B. I might do some rock. I might go Queen. I just mm -hmm. it's it's all about a feeling and what I what I hear in my head. That's do you think a lot of these artists are not having that open mind just to different music? Yeah, of course. I mean, and are, some are some are, but again, it's like a movie. They they're gonna make. They're gonna be directors of their own movie, and everybody's trying to make the best Scarface movie in the world. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, all right. What What are your top five R and B artists of all time before we get out of here? Shit. Uh, Marvin Gaye. No order. No order. No order. New. No. Just top. No, just top five, but no particular order. Like. Oh, uh, no order. Not no one through five, but just your top five. Yeah. No particular order. Um. Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye. Uh, uh, Al Green, of course. Mm -hmm. James Brown. Um, um, that's three, right? Yeah. Uh, Teddy Pendergrass. Mm -hmm. Jodeci. Jodeci. Ugh. I mean, and I got a couple more, <laughs> but, like, I mean, I'm just thinking, like, you know, for a body of work. Mm -hmm. Impact on the culture. Impact on the culture. Oh, my God. But, I mean, it's other people. Of course, Mike. Yeah. But Mike went from R&B to, like, pop, uh, so. I mean, is there any R&B artists you, like, you're just loving right now? Like, right now, I'm loving SZA. I, I, I yeah, can't get enough of SZA. Yeah, she's hard. 
She's so hard. Um, I don't care if she's bashing niggas at every song. Right. I'm like, just, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, her vibe is so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love her. I love her. Um, Right now, Sizzle, um, I love. The weekends impressed me. At first, I was like, I don't know. Yeah, he had I'm me like, very up and down. Yeah. He now, I, I love it. Um, um, I feel it coming. Yeah. Like, that, that song just makes me happy. Yeah. Um, I like uh Rotimi. Like Rotimi. from what I'm hearing, Rotimi. Is that it? Oh, buddy from a power. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um and then like if we talking like uh if we talking like like new wave, a new 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 wave trap mm-hmm. soul. Yeah. Uh like the the some Bryson of the stuff Tillers. that my boys Bryson and from Bryson all the way mainstream, all the way down to that like soul liquor house. Mm-hmm. We talking about like the Hamiltons, they coming, like they working on some new stuff. Of course, Anthony Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Like the North Carolina, like some of these North Carolina artists that they impressed me. Like my boy Brandon Pierre. Mm-hmm. He got some good stuff. You know, it's a few few cats that like I've I've been impressed with their stuff like over over the years or you know, like what they got going on now. That's you crazy. Know? That's crazy, man. It's the first of our podcast, man. Rico Barino, new singer out. Let's dance, people. Shazam, title, Apple Music, YouTube, Google. Yeah. Whatever you can type his name in, that's what you need to do. Social media, R I C C O B A R R I N O. Woo. I'm on See it. That? Yeah, that's that's what's up, man. Appreciate you taking out the time, man. The first of our podcast. Y'all want to have fun.